commence primary ignition. This is Star Wars. Look out! From the bright center of the galaxy, I'm Grace Kondak, and you're listening to Clone World News. Everything's under control, situation normal. I mean, Core World News, your whole net news show for in-depth coverage and analysis of the latest stories from around the galaxy. Now for your segment rundown for March 6, 2020. Commander Cody's Clone Wars Conspectus. Fistful of Beskar. There's finally two games. But first, pages of Ray Carson's beautifully written and epic adaptation of The Rise of Skywalker confirms a dark truth about the Emperor and his proclaimed son. Now for your host, Ben Granted Adam, to discuss. Nice. Thanks, Grex. But first, but first, Whoa. I want to talk about what I've been up to this week, which is appearing on Tronologically Speaking, the Tron Minute by Minute podcast. Okay, all right. Now yeah. it's, it's and not, not new Disney Tron. We're talking no, no. OG, original OG, Tron. Like 1982's Tron. Yeah, nice. and uh, it's, a, it's a minute by minute podcast, and I'm sure most of our listeners know what that is, but if you're not, it kind of is exactly what it sounds like. They Each episode is one minute of a movie, and so Duncan Shields is the host of this, and he covers one minute of Tron at a time, and he graciously asked me on to cover uh, episodes, or minutes, I should say, 13 through 15. And oh, so cool. if you want to hear me talking about Tron and not sucking up all the air of a podcast for once, <laughs> it goes pretty well. Like, I actually defer to him, which I know is weird if you've been listening to this podcast. But I talk about things like, um, you know, the horror that is transporting matter. By the way, if you want to know if your soul is destroyed when you're transported to one place to another... We get into that. Oh, okay, good. That's yeah. A, I mean, I've that's always wondered that. So it does. What's the verdict on that? I think it does. I think you are you are destroyed and reconstituted, and that and your soul expires. There is no soul. If like you believe prestige, in transportation, there is no the troll. Right now, so his soul just died every time. Exactly, it did. And 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 Duncan talks about this short story about. Uh, I won't ruin it. Listen to it about oh, yeah, yeah, about this. It's amazing. What's, what's the episode number? Uh, episodes 13, 14, and 15. That was oh, episode so you did 15. Three episodes. Yeah, I did okay. uh, minutes 13 all uh, this week. Um, and so I also talked about... Dude, you got to run there. That's great. Yeah, I did. I talked about um, what might happen in Laser Bay number one. All right. Listen to that. And my favorite part was if one little thing changed at the very beginning of Tron, Tron would have been a car- courtroom drama and not a scientific <laughs> a sci-fi masterpiece. So well, listen to that. Nice. That's so, awesome. Uh, I also so it's funny because when you tape these things, they because it's not weekly and and like what's going on in the news, you tape them out of order. So I didn't know anything about his other guests, and so oh, good. to make sure, I wanted to like listen to the first twelve minutes of this, and he has some really great hosts on. So I really suggest not just listening to the three minutes I was okay. on, but listening to the entire thing. It's I actually feel embarrassed about my, my what, what I did after listening to his previous guests. So like, I'm sure it was great. Man. I it's sure fine. It awesome. It's good. It's I'm I'm being like witty in quotation marks. So super. Yeah. Also, is Grex okay? It sounds like you might have the coronavirus. Are we okay? Are we just going to move past that? Well. That was a very I'm worried about it. Listen, yeah, he coughs all the time. All okay, there. good. Yeah. I just we're all a little scared. I've got my back to suit. I've distributed them to you guys and your families, so hopefully you guys. Have nice, those yeah. We've always have backed it. I'm drinking a lot of vodka because hopefully that will kill the, <laughs> kill any virus that I I breathe in. I'm having a backed up coolada. 
Um, anyways, uh, so Palpatine's a clone. Yeah, clone apparently. Talk. Back to clone talk. That's right. Yeah. Um, we got a lot of clones to talk about today. Yeah. Uh, so there. So Ray Carson's uh, adaptation of the Rise of Skywalker doesn't come out till March seventeenth. Yeah. It's March sixth today, so there's it's not been out yet. Yes, but there's been some but serious leaks. Yeah, it's been going around the internet. I've seen some pages from the book just captured in stills. I guess some people were given copies of the novel at uh, some convention. It was a convention, right? It was a I convention remember, of some sort, seen, and yeah. um, I, I don't know the name of it offhand uh, here. But um, some people have some people have just been posting pictures of the novelization online. So we've we've watched those a couple times, or we've looked at those images a couple times here, and. Uh, and yeah, one does seem to confirm that Palpatine was indeed a clone. Yeah. The the Palpatine we saw, the kind of uh the zombie esque kind of Palpatine yeah. uh was indeed a clone. Um, let's do you wanna stop there yeah, and talk about stop that? It. A let's talk bit. about that first. Because yeah. we had as again This is the first news that came out. If yeah. you're a listener of this podcast, you're aware we have a text chain going on <laughs> throughout the week <laughs> reacting to these a things. A voracious text chain. Yeah, and be generally trying not to take the bait from one of my co-hosts. It's just um, me posting walls of text <laughs> oh and God. these two being really good sports. But that's about yeah, it. Yeah. I really enjoy reading all of it, but no, I'm like, I don't I don't have the hour and a half it'll take me to write my yeah, response. Sometimes it really I'm doesn't like, take that long. Yeah. I'm telling you. It it's not a minute. text you when you have fat, dumb thumbs. Oh, uh, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. But I, I'm pretty quick with that. You with are. You're, anyway, I won't yeah. go into age things, but yes. Um... You already did. I, I know. I I am an old Gen Xer, and some people aren't at this table. Uh, and so, what I will say is that when I read that news, I was okay with it. Like yeah. that was my head canon. Is that based on you know Doctor Exposition Resistance? Right. It, he was you know cloning in dark magic, and right. so I kind of was okay yeah. with that. Right. Yeah. The panning past cloning equipment. Right. And- back to tanks you know filled with you know snow clones like it, it makes it infers the idea that maybe everything we're seeing after this point could be clones yeah. you know what i mean yeah so it's perfectly sound in the film i think the film does a good job of just it not going into that because yeah. I, I don't think we need to i think the prequels hammered that in you know you know into our minds in in such a expositional way that it, it doesn't feel like why do that again with another trilogy when we know clones right. are a factor in yes. the star wars well universe. I, I mean to take it a step further Adam, I think it was you that said um, before we started taping was that there's zero exposition in this movie. There is. There is no exposition in this movie. And, and I kind of love it for that. Yeah, and I never thought about it that way, but they were just like, you know what? You're done. You got enough exposition. You're done. We're You've got you off. eight movies just, of exposition. Yeah, you're just yeah. getting action. Figure it out. Like after, yeah, a bunch of like expo and like, but really, I mean, the original trilogy was also devoid of exposition also so in a very magical I, way. I would have welcomed the eye of the webbish bog <laughs> for like a good 20 minutes. Apparently they shot movie. it. Yeah. If if Kylo wanted to go meet a strange oracle in a swamp somewhere yes, just to please. figure out it's, where Vader's castle was and where it was. It's Lucifer fine, guys. Was, a I would year have been from totally now, fine with that. We're going to be talking about the three hour cut that Disney's going to release. <laughs> now that we're in a post Iger world and the new person's yeah. coming in wait i, I the... want to do this differently even though they didn't <laughs> i have the web webbish bog is that is that official was that what it was called i what's that official like is it right like, like would the john williams would the john official? williams yes. track be called eye of the webbish bog well yeah it's okay why right, wouldn't that's it's kind of one of the greatest titles i've ever heard <laughs> yeah, i mean it's incredible it sounds incredible I, you know my view is always m-o-a-r just like more yeah. like i don't like oh you should do this you should do that i'm just kind of at peace with whatever i get because that's what it is so but like <laughs> 
Yeah, more. Yes, I yeah. want the four hour cut because I want to see more. Like even the Trevorrow stuff, I'm just like, it's it's like tainted, right. you know, material. It's, yeah, but like it's more, and yeah. so I'm like, oh, that would have been. I would have loved to seen this just because more. Yeah. So I have this interesting take where I feel like I feel like JJ in episode seven, he's like, oh, you like Star Wars? Let me sh- let me learn you Star Wars. <laughs> like let me show you these like he just let me learn you something exactly let me learn you something good kid he was just like (laughs) here are all these like callbacks to star wars and that was like 50 percent loved and hated does that make sense like i was okay with all the callbacks there are another part of the internet and i don't and i get where they're coming from we're like stop hitting things on the nose like we don't need to see the seeker ball we don't need to see the the chess table right like yeah so I did. I, I did too. But I feel like I get it. Like, okay, that's that tricky line of I mean, like it added to it. I feel like it did too. But there's that tricky line of like how much is like fan servers versus actually just callbacks versus yeah, yeah, yeah. like what? I think and that's hogwash. I, my, my, I agree. Yeah. My most recent hot take about JJ Abrams and Star Wars is yeah. that he saved Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for all the vitriol he gets, I think I'm gonna give him an ultimate weapon in his corner. I think he saved Star Wars because if you read the Tavaro script, you would have found out that there's this Torvalum character that's like an alien species. Yeah, would love to that see kind it. of is the sure. gatekeeper cool. of the ultimate dark side abilities and in the dark side magic. And then in the in the most recent big budget release, AAA game Jedi Fallen Order, you find out the Zephyr are also aliens who are kind of these yeah. who are these force users, these ancient force users who seem to be of a higher tier force mm-hmm. you know, force yeah. ability. Than who yeah, look other. actually a lot like the concept art right, right, and look a lot like Torvalum. Yeah. And I think uh, JJ saved Star Wars in that he didn't make the aliens an answer to the, the yes. sci-fi story he being expressed. Was the last Zephyr, yeah. Actually, uh, because possibly, they turned possibly. dark. That yeah, was, that would have. Been. But, none, but nonetheless, I feel like JJ brought it back home, brought it back to the Emperor, brought it back to the insidious, like you know, uh, black and white story yeah. that we know, the, the good versus evil story that so, we know, and it really made it a fairy tale, you know, once and yeah. for all. And I think that was really no. Smart. I, I think that's true. And let me. So here's my thought about Brave JJ's brain or Brave Ray's Jane, as I was about to say. Good JJ's brain. That's going good. into Abraham's JJ. Abraham's <laughs> JJ. Going into episode nine, I, I feel like he was just like, <laughs> okay. Brain. So there was some mixed reception to episode eight. Let's put it that way. And he's like, what worked about episode seven was that everyone felt Star Warsy about it. Yeah, which was great. It was magical. Yeah. He did that on purpose. He was like, exactly. let's bring it back. He's like, you want OT? Here's OT. Yeah. So he goes into episode nine going, okay, so I need to do that again, but I can't just make it callbacks and I can't just make it episode six. I can't just make it Return of the Jedi. Right. So how do I make it feel like Star Wars? Oh, you know how I make it feel like Star Wars? I make a lot of references to things <laughs> that aren't actually talked about. There's zero exposition. That is like episode well, four yeah. is zero expositions. Like you just drop this button like... I fought the you fought with my father in the Clone, Clone Wars. Wars. Yeah, what's and the like, Clone Wars? And like yeah. kids in the seventies and eighties and nineties just walked around going, "What does that it mean?" Spellbound. Yeah. yeah, right. So I feel like totally. episode nine, he was trying to do that same thing, which is hard to do in the last movie in a series to be like, "Oh, by the way, like cloning and like cloning and Sith." Uh, what was it? Sith um, acolytes, acolytes like Sith, like dark uh, magic, dark magic. Sith, yeah. Like you um, drop all these things. 
which <laughs> thank you Dominic Monaghan I know <laughs> I kind of loved about it worked for me in episode 9 it didn't work for other people understandably but sure. I loved how much was not explained and how much you had to like I think piece there, I think if there brain. were there was stronger Palpatine foreshadowing in episode 8 or if yeah, it was brought in as early as episode 7 yeah, in a way where it felt I, very organic and earned at the very end of the 9 that would always have been better yeah, yeah. let's face Agreed. it yeah you know um, he was essentially shoehorned in yeah. but in a in a way that was made so much sense yeah it works without it's amazing how much it works without zero foreshadowing exactly exactly. yeah the pulpy opening was the right way to go because it feels like we're like buckle up just we're about to meet palpatine again and it's about to be big this is going and it was and it was pretty dramatic and i really liked it a lot and uh, i obviously there's been criticism but it's just like a lot of those people it's like oh have you ever written a script before you ever directed a movie ever been behind a camera like it, there's so much that goes in that people don't think about, and I, I really think that the rise of uh, Skywalker was genius. Like, it, th- I, I thought that he did everything that he yeah. could possibly do to make it what that movie needed to be. Yeah. So, if well, you're... the dead speak is like probably one of my greatest. It's you know, a, yeah. three words in uh, except for crawl. war. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Dead speak really tops the list. It's I it's agree. Like, yeah. It's just so where we're jumping in yeah. right now. Get By ready. the way, if you're yeah. playing Core World News Bingo, you can check off Adam brings up Marvel MCU. <laughs> it's gonna happen right this That's second. Right. Yes. Because I feel like people. We live in a post MCU universe where everyone's yeah. just like, and I just realized I just said it's like pin number number. Yeah, yeah. Um, National Basketball Association. Yeah, NBA exactly. Association. NBA Sorry. Association, exactly. But I feel like if you're living in a cool post MCU world, it feels like like that was so much dumb luck that worked out on their part. Yeah. Like it's not like Kevin Feige was sitting there in Iron Man One going. We're going to have this thing that happens 22 films later and we have this giant war with Thanos. He's like, if things work kind yeah. of the way they're supposed to work, maybe we get the Thanos. Yeah. Right. And, and so we enough. live in this. Yeah. Like, I love that that happened. And to me, that's mind boggling that ever happened. And so now the bar is so impossibly high for any other film franchise where even Star Wars just felt like, well, why didn't you set this stuff up? Because that's not how the world works. It's yeah. no one knows where they're going except if you're lucky. I just yeah, the messages in passing were strong. I feel like especially yeah. in the Last Jedi. I think yeah, episode I think eight that's was an extremely way to the messaging. Uh, powerful yeah. film. No, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, back yeah. to the initial topic. Right. Yeah, Palpatine <laughs> Wait, the in topic? the Rise of Skywalker is indeed a clone. Oh right, and yeah. uh, and uh, we know, and we, I think we were talking about the Force Awakens for a minute because I think. Uh, JJ wanted to at least introduce ideas that Palpatine would be involved with the story early on in The Force Awakens. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he wanted to bring him in as early as The Force Awakens. Oh, cool. From, from oh. rumors I've heard and right. like that. So hmm. it seemed like it was always the plan with JJ and with Lawrence. JJ, but uh, they kind of, right. yeah. I have, I have one criticism of Palpatine being a clone. Sure. Yeah. And that's if you're going to make him a clone, why does he have to be old, decrepit Palpatine? Yeah. Why well, wouldn't the... wouldn't you pick your twenty one year old self or body like, to say like young Andrew? Matt Smith? Yeah, like thirty five year old guy kind of looks like he might have been played Doctor Who or maybe yeah. like Prince Albert. Or <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Or not yeah, and is like Matt corrupted yeah. from birth, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, you, wouldn't like, you want to uh, like yeah, put yourself sure. back into your peak body? Yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah. it's I feel like and I'm, this is yeah. no, that's this so, is the ideal story we're talking about. This is like what I wanted almost, which was a young Palpatine. Right. Ready to throw down with Kylo right. and Ray and match them. I basically. think we. So he pulls the hood back, but he's youthful. I don't know. That'd be a pretty. Yeah, interesting. Be so. I mean, that's of, what he's trying to achieve, essentially. Contrary to what I said before, taste it, taping. I feel like 
that might have been what they were going for, and then they had this thought of like, well, fans won't know what we young know Palpatine looks like, so maybe we make him yeah. look like Ian McDermott. Can yeah. I defend um, a Disney now or Lucasfilm? Yeah, Go for it. at the same time, of course, please. Uh, like if. I would think it has to do with your biology. Like you can't just do that. Like it has to. You have to imbue your personality in the last form that you were. Right. So that That's what I'm saying. It could be Brad right. Smith, but he's corrupted from birth. Corrupted. So you like a little bit of the prosthesis on the face, or a little bit of something. I get right. We get in episode three. Like my whole reading of episode three is that when he's getting shocked by his own force lightning. Yeah, yeah. It's more of him pulling out his real self like mm-hmm. that is that yeah, is yeah, totally. that is like dark side corrupted palpatine looks like that it's less yeah. about the lightning messing swore real bad messing with his face yeah and so i feel like yeah you're right if he was brought back as a clone after episode six he would still be corrupted by the dark yeah. side so he'd still look weird uh, but I, I think the answer is what you said adam it's just like they had to you had to recognize him or else it would have it would have been a weird fall but let's go back let's go non- back to the end of the return of the jedi yeah, and exactly. going down the exhaust shaft um and and pretty much dying of the body yeah. dying yeah. at that point um so then his they, I mean, I, I've read, I read a little bit of the excerpt from the book, but mm. um, uh, we won't talk about it. It's not out till March. Uh, the book's not. We out will be March reading 17th. it. We'll be reading it. Oh, yeah. We will be reading yeah. it. We will be reading it. We haven't talked about, about any of the other yeah. like, like um, books, novelizations, but or yeah. you have. So I'm not going to. You talked about. So I'm not going to quote it. I'm not going to. We haven't. The, but we're let's. Spend but this one, this we one, will. We're going to read this and we're going to really dive into it. But um, I'm not going to quote the the what the pages I've seen online and what they say. But um, nonetheless. It does say that this is like the the, the Sith cultists. It? The Sith cultists have been cloning bodies for a consciousness that they worship. This kind of mm-hmm. the, Pel- the consciousness of Palpatine, the Sithari, sure. as he's called in Legends, or yeah. this kind of ultimate Sith that was Palpatine. Right. And they've been cloning these strand cast clones over and over again, trying to make you know have one be susceptible, have one be a vessel for his spirit or sure. his. his volatile wraith you know i i don't see it as a consciousness so much as i imagine he's a tormented spirit because oftentimes it's talked about that in the legends novels where it's like when they go into the afterlife of the sith it's like it's a tormented process here's what episode nine set up this amazing thing which is okay i always feel that i'm not saying i called this or i wanted this no i'll say i wanted this we for the two years we've been doing this podcast i wanted a haunted house movie of (laughs) the death star yeah. And we're going to get that in we, the EU. Someone's going to have We kind of got it in. We trust. got a little we got more than I actually thought. That was thought. a haunted we, house. I thought more, we got more than one. But someone's going to have to. There's going to be right, some I, got, I, already sit- the I already have the show. I already have the show. The show is the, the show is like an exploratory unit. Yeah. Sent Who, by Palpatine to Exegol and basically upon get, reaching Exegol they find out. But someone has to get Sith his world. spirit. Has to oh, find you want the Palpatine spirit. To the story. Okay. So there's going to be there's going to be there's going to be I don't know maybe Dr. Afra. I don't know. Right. Well, the Doctor Afro movie, I think, has to deal with Palpatine in some yeah. way. She should go to Kef Beer. going to Kef Beer to go to the wreckage of the Death Star to find Palpatine's spirit, which is imbued Because that's the question. The like, how does his spirit actually go through the galaxy to another I don't know. planet? Maybe, it, maybe it's attached to the thing that kills millions of people, the Death Star. Like, it feels... 
to me almost natural. But the Death Star isn't on. Doesn't he have the same like memory no, pool like that uh, Dumbledore? But has. it's in there, and so somewhere his spirit is uses trapped. a I don't know a Sith holocron or something to yeah. pull his spirit oh, okay. out of the Death Star and then bring it. I to I gotta these see cloners. that text. Though. I gotta hear about that text. Which we will in in a, in, in a TV show, in a comic, in a right. book. Like that's gonna be the story that needs right. to be told. Is how do we get that spirit from the Death right. Star to Exegol? And this is this is JJ's superpowers, the mystery box. And so if he kind decides of for he's like Wars. okay so. We're not going to do exposition. Perfect. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make everything a mystery right. as much as I can a mystery, and then you can make all this content, out which of is it. what old Star Wars EU was about, which yeah. was filling in all of these stories. Yeah, go for it. Right. How you feeling, Grant? No, no. I was just I'm just <laughs> thinking back to the uh, the topic of Palpatine being a clone in the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. And uh, I feel like there was there was the clone argument, and there was also the kind of uh, what was it like decrepit kind of his original body right that right. he saved that body he saved that body somehow i don't know how that was a camp but um it was a big one though him being a clone works out perfectly his, his skin almost has that strange translucent like oily property yeah. that like clones right. have in some yeah. movies like you really do feel like it's not Palpat the Palpatine we know. It makes you know? sense. He even to looks me. like uh prequel Palpatine to it. He looks off. He looks, he looks off, off. Yeah, yeah. and which to me fixes what I saw on the screen. Not fixes. That's wrong. But like when ads. I saw him I'm like, what's that ads? Yeah, perfect. Fleshes yeah. out. It fleshes out. Yeah. Literally fleshes yeah. out. Like and I remember seeing it going, something seems off. And if the fact that he was a clone, that would make sense. That's what's off until yeah. he gets imbued with the power of the dyad. Right. And then there, another sort of mystery <laughs> yes. occurs where he absorbs the dyad power. Like, I love that he, like, tries to, like, take their power and he's like, whoa. And then he's like, oh, if, oh boy. If, yeah. if he knew the body was, un- like, unstable for just his spirit, like, wouldn't you think he's like, this power is definitely going to wreck this body? Like, yeah. you wouldn't, you don't think he'd have that hesitation? <laughs> like, the person who is, like, so cocky and full right, of stuff, right, where I feel like yeah. it's the person who, like, who shoots up heroin for the first time and goes, oh, I'm okay doing this all the time. Ever. Like, it's fine. Right. Nothing will ever go wrong. Right. He yeah. is a flawed character still. Yeah. Like he's, he's made he's, some miscalculations. Like more power to be had, I'm going to have it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, overly, sure. he's overly self-assured. Confident. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's like, in your exactly. church and your yeah. friends is yours. But he's like, like your own, yeah. his own vanity is his weakness. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do so we, do we want to talk about the other I think we're all fine thing? with him being a clone. I think it yeah. works perfectly with the film. But um uh of course, yeah. Uh I will I, I do I do spent... hope that Snoke is connected to Luke in some way. If, if all this cloning technology Here is exploding in a big way. Not... I do hope <laughs> Snoke is connected to Luke in an interesting way. I think that'd be interesting. Snoke way. is just Luke. Uh, uh like an abomination UK. of a, a Luke, e. you know, clone of some kind. Yeah. If you've read uh, the EU, you know who that would be fun. is. And I so let's talk about the the bigger reveal, which is that Palpatine's son was a str- yeah. a strand cast clone of Palpatine, whom was knowingly released into the wild to reproduce naturally. Okay, yeah, I mean, so one of the first hurdles that we all one had to jump <laughs> over was we're like, so uh, Senate, uh, Chancellor Palpatine has sex. Yeah, he yeah, yeah, and that's what down. you walk. That's what I walked out of that film thinking. I was I... like. I was like, really? There's a new character that's a, a pretty much a character that the plot hinges on yeah. that kind of hasn't been discussed up until this very last film. That's Zero very love dangerous interest. in the screenplay. Yeah, dangerous, that is like no probably the most dangerous thing you can do. In I screenplay. don't know. I For 2019, <laughs> my feeling was that like, so there's a powerful male character who right, it makes has offspring that he's not aware of because he probably has had liaisons it's that like, were not thoughtful on it's his It's like end. because he well, undermined very, them, very we undermined them. Thank you. I was really trying there. <laughs> to me, feels like very 
present, right? And so yeah. I'm like, of yeah. course, Palpatine, insert your giant blank sound beep yeah, here. Yeah. Of course he has sex, right? Like, it, it, it didn't bother me because it felt very, like, connected to uh, inappropriate power. Right. right, and so like I was okay with that. Prescient, timely, exactly. Yeah. I don't need to see it. I don't need a story so, about it. Yeah. But it made okay, it was okay so with almost me. more interesting that it's like no nope, clone. Yeah, and I'm like it's taking me a little time to adjust to that, but I'm like okay, fine. Like I can deal with it. But you know, they they ended up sort of meeting me halfway. Like I just didn't want uh, the Force Unleashed two mm-hmm. storyline mm-hmm. to come back. So Agreed. I'm, I'm talking yeah. about video game Force Unleashed two, yeah. and the whole story is that this he the main character did die, but he's brought back as a clone. Darth Vader's cloning him. Yada yada. Yeah. Um, but, which uh, they've left left room all over the canon for that to <sighs> still be canon. Which yeah. is mm. they kind well, of let's did, not talk yeah. about that. I don't like to be fixated on canon at all. No, no. Think about what could be canon. But I will say, 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 say it Disney is weirdly is strange canon, that so like there yeah. is kind of a, yeah. a, a way for a, that to be. We canon. have an EU canon, not canon idea percolating. I'm just yeah. gonna say that <laughs> might be your like your expendables of Star Wars podcasts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Google so, the movie, the bad movie, the expendables. Continue. Google. I love that movie. Anywho, <laughs> it's actually it's actually that pretty, movie's favorited. It's actually pretty okay. It's pretty okay. All right, all right. Anyway, so Palp's son is a clone. Oh yeah, Palp's son is a clone. So yeah, I mean, cool. So clone. Sure. I mean, cloning has been uh, is it's pre- established, precedented. It's a thing. Yeah, yeah. So it happening. It makes sense that he would try to clone Force users. Um, sure. And this is it, and but I'm happy that like there was no actual good re- returns, except for I guess you know this this ancient. So that's the thing. Like he tried to make himself Matt Smith, you know, right. uh, Palpatine, and it didn't work. But what did work was jib arm, decrepit monkey skeleton, uh, Cameron Hodge. Accurate. Anyone else accurate. <laughs> All right, uh, Elliot Kaling. <laughs> there's no chance you're listening to this this podcast. But you are my soulmate because you made the Cameron Hodge joke as well, and I love you, buddy. Yeah. So uh, it's, that maybe that's it. But um, uh, yeah. Oh, oh, Tony's here. Tony, we're almost ready for our, t- our new. We have a special uh, guest coming to the show Tony. just today for the first time ever. Tony is actually going to come in here for the first time. He's a Craigslist customer. He's coming right off the street. He's going to come right segment. into What's his Tony think? Yeah. So this uh, podcast wore through one bar. And uh, so we got a new one, but our old bar we wanted to repurpose. Tony's here. Thank you. Oh, awesome. Well, let's let's bring well, him Tony's in. Tony's here. Let's hear what Tony thinks. All right, so that was Tony. It was a brief trip here, but we appreciate him coming yeah, by. He boogied on out. He sure did. That was a really good time. Well, anyways, uh, we were talking about Palpatine's son as a clone. Sure. Um, and Grant, you had mentioned you had an idea I, that was uh, no, no, I just while Tony was here. Bringing up, I mean, totally. we know Kylo brought up clones in The Force Awakens, and I knew yep. clones could be a factor in the sequel trilogy. Sure. And then I thought, if we were going to go back into clones, I thought maybe do it in a dramatic way, where you maybe highlight a clone in an interesting way. And we know in The Rise of Skywalker that it kind of hinges on the idea that you can forge your own destiny. And we know that Palpatine's son 
forged his own destiny. It aligns perfectly with the theme. So I thought, yeah, why not highlight that right. clone story in an interesting way? And therefore, well, not in the way like the Dark Knight Rises highlights, you know, Ra's al Ghul being this mercenary. And it's kind of this like flashbacks without even seeing their face. It's something that's actually builds sympathy and builds a kind of like emotional reaction for the audience. So like when you talk about these characters, you bring these characters up again, like you just instead of just randomly showing that, Pel- that Ray's parents were Palpatine's son and and uh, uh, Ray's mother, uh, you actually build some sort of some sort of emotional tie for the audience to then when they see those scenes, they react in a way that feels, you know, it's actually affecting. It's not, you know, it doesn't, it's not just, it Absolutely. just comes out on a whim, you know, it Absolutely. doesn't just yeah. When did you want this uh to happen this sort of these emotional ties to i don't know how you honestly you'd have to build it from the beginning i think yeah. in, in the eighth film right. in ryan's That's film you might have to show palpatine a little bit or at least allude to the idea that palpatine's son is we, out we did get a darth sidious mention yep name checked you name did. Check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. And that's that's the only foreshadowing that's the only, we get. So, so I think, yeah, yeah, it's all we're clinging to. And really. they don't even call him Darth Sidious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that, yeah, yeah. and yeah. I thought that would be, I thought they would run weird. with that. I thought they would run with Me that because I thought that was incredible. I was like, oh, let's, well, this is no longer Palpatine. This is no longer the Emperor. Right. This so, is Darth Sidious. This is beyond the Emperor. This is an all-consuming, you know, powerful entity. I have multiple thoughts. <laughs> yeah, go for it. So one, the Darth Palpatine in episode eight, I loved because the other... Darth Sidious. Darth Sidious. I say Darth Palpatine. Palpatine. That's not a thing. It's fine. Could Darth be. Sidious. I loved in Episode Eight because the other, the Jedi was talking about it, which of course the Jedi would know him by his Darth name. In right. Episode Nine, it's more about the, the personal, the, the personal. No one knew yeah, he was Darth Sidious, yeah. really, other than Luke, probably, yeah. who read all the text. So that didn't bother me as much. I do love your idea, Grant, of this, of this kind of like we're more than just who what our DNA says we are, right? right. Which is. Gonna connect, which is actually. That, which is the sun story as well. Which, which it feels weird is why we just kind of uh, it's just a hurdle. To I, us it would have been beautiful to me because I you know, really study. connect to the messaging of episode nine. I love that messaging, and I think yeah. adding this other limit, other idea of like Palpatine's son is not actually his son; it's his actual clone who still decides a better life for himself and to run yes. away yes. is kind of really well, powerful. Yeah, really powerful. I mean, and I would have loved that. Up, yeah, I mean, what yeah. we know is powerful, but it could be also another powerful story right. told. The, the issue is, as Ben, you pointed out, is that there was no setup for this, as we've talked about, so it's hard to do all of that legwork right. in one movie. Exposition is but also, for other people. But also fight me Other on, series, mm, not Star Wars. But we also, don't do exposition. I'm, you fight me on this and tell me if you think okay. you know there was space for this in the story that we got, which I think was an incredible story. I love yeah. Ray, Ray's journey, and she's in my top three. We did our top three favorite. Oh characters. yeah, yeah, we Ray's, all love Ray. Ray is in my top three uh, favorite characters of all time. Absolutely love that character. But some buried leads of the ST. We didn't get Ben's fall. That's happening in the comics right now from Ben to Ren. Yeah, the rise of Kylo Ren. Ben's fall. Uh, yeah, nothing uh, on that. The distance. The distancing of Han and Leia. Like. What, no. what that is super compelling that might be the most compelling thing that they so could i will on. fight you on that yeah fight me on it Go for so it. if you watch a lot i say this as if you don't watch a lot of movies grant watches more movies than anyone i've ever known so i don't well, mean that you're as, a close second and i'm a distant distant third. so i don't say this as like if you watch i don't mean that terms in terms of of grant um but my thought is like if you see like um, Don't Look Now and some other films where like the death of a child is one of the things that drive a couple apart. And yeah. so I loved episode seven where like their child quote unquote died by going to the dark side. So of yeah. course these two people 
drifted apart. Like I actually love that we didn't get that yeah. story. It's because the unsaid yeah. pain. When I saw yeah, that, I'm like, sure. of course they didn't work yeah, out yeah. because they lost their son. I mean, right, it's sure. horrible. No, it's, it's, it's a really heart, interesting yeah, take on it. I mean, you yeah. have two principles like uh, trend makers in the galaxy. Yeah, but it's a galaxy like. That's one of the, like, it's almost a returning joke because it's such a space opera. They don't really talk about science at all. Yeah. But it's like, if you're two people that have free roam over the whole galaxy yeah. and you just had this tragic event, yeah. like, they didn't get divorced. There's like, no, there's no, no. separation. Yeah. There's no divorce. They yeah. just drifted apart. They did their own thing. Which you could do so easily in a galaxy. Yeah. All right? I'm saying is imagine this. Imagine if we had flashback moments where you kind of got, you know, drip fed that, the, that slow love, that slow distancing. In, in a really it. interesting way, but where in the final film it really h- hits home that like they have to split because they they have to save their son right. in some sort of way. Okay, that's, that's uh, you know you know Listen, roundabout. I'm more guy. I'm more guy. I'd love to see it, but if there's a cap on time limit, if they really like this has to be two thirty, then there's literally no time. And B, right. it's sort of like I... there's a precedent. This is we're coming back to the same thing. There's a precedent to. You don't need exposition. Right. You know, you don't need it for everything. I love that they drifted apart in a way to me that felt very natural. And then we don't have a lot of discussion of it. And then the last movie, they're weirdly brought back together again in this super mystical way. That Leia sacrifices herself to open Ben up to thinking about the father he killed. I'm literally about to start crying. We're like, (laughs) like, like, I love this idea of like, they reconnected with Leia sacrificing herself to reconnect with her husband Wait, who's we're already gonna get dead. there we're gonna get there i want to talk about some more right, buried go for it. here. Right, go for it yeah so yeah. uh we're gonna get there leia and uh ben are probably the most important thing to me uh yeah. so uh but luke, they, they luke, didn't say anything about it but you just knew it you yeah. knew it in your soul yeah, yeah. what their thing is because we all have that models. actually hit, well, if you if you've watched the rise of skywalker more than twice you know like more than two times more than three times I feel like you really do notice that, yeah. that scene. It's the third time where, that yeah, it all sucked in for me. Real hard, yeah. where Leia disappears as Ben Ugh. dies, and it's it hits it's harder than any other scene. Yeah, no, she's I've waiting for him. Was, you didn't need to say anything about it. The, the visuals were the, all the yeah. exposition really you needed. It's a rough scene. That was um, where it started for me. They like went on a run of tears, and like from there, yeah. it's like twenty minutes of tears after that moment because yeah. you got Han, and then it's like, and then Chewie reacting to Leia's. Oh, uh, yeah, there's a lot going on in that movie at the end there, where it's just sad uh anyways <laughs> luke and snoke uh their yeah. relationship like we yeah we kinda, I, yeah there's nothing there there's a relationship alluded to in the rise of kylo ren yeah the, the comic the comic yeah um but we don't really see that interaction and it uh, might be super interesting to see that the battle of the wits when it comes to yeah snoke and luke. it's still super unclear what their connection was right. if they knew about each other if they ever had a i still think snoke should be a luke like abomination, like a clone of a Luke abomination. So noted, noted, I, noted. I, I just want to, I want to triple note that. I love I've talked this about it three triple, times. It's been triple um, noted. Right, Can we now just say I love this moment because so rarely <laughs> I wanna, do Grant and, triple down. and Adam connect in a way. Wait, are you a Luke guy? I, Luke. I am a Luke guy. I love, I love Grant's idea. I love this idea of Luke as a, as Snoke as an abomination of Luke. I love of it. Luke's hand. Of Luke's, Luke's hand. hand. It's like the Emperor okay. was obsessed with yeah, Luke. Exactly. And, and he was like, with next best, the hand. Exactly. The hand. I'll use the He's hand. He's like, I can work with this. <laughs> yeah. It's so, it's like, was this your dominant hand? That's <laughs> perfect. So. It's the left hand, which is why it's not dominant. I don't know what hand it is. And that's why he's kind of off, right? Because it's like the non-dominant hand, so everything kind of doesn't work properly. <laughs> no. They're left Also, that's not biology works. It's question marks versus everywhere. right hand. It is. I know. Those, it doesn't right, those right-handers. Those right-handers. You left um, Grant? 
So we got Southpaw. Well, so so ultimately, and then comes down to. I will no no no. I will go Southpaw if I need to. No, are you ambidextrous? No, I'm right-handed. Okay, I thought you were insinuating. Okay, calm down. My mom is left-handed, so this is all right. Don't say anything about mom. Left-handed people because I know they don't. There's not many in the corner. Prejudice against left. I know there's not many in the left-handed corner. Not redheads. They should be burned as witches. What are you talking about? Redheads are beautiful people. Buried leads. But lefties. We're, we're five miles south of, of Salem, so. Back to some buried leads of the ST. Uh, ben and Leia's heart to heart. Like, we really never got that in the ST. That was kind no. of what I was, like, waiting for. I mean, for so, to be fair, not to whatever, but, like, yeah. if Carrie Fisher. It sounds horrible to I say. Don't, I don't want to poo poo all of Grant's I know. Ideas. That's, no, it's an amazing idea. Obviously, I, we all wanted I, that. We all wanted that, and I so wish it was there. Nonetheless, what we got was. The best scene I'm possible. Period. I mean, if Carrie yeah. was with us yeah. or not, it was incredible, and uh, and we all wish you. She I'm still shocked what we were able to get film. based on like just. But the heart of heart could have came in the Force Awakens or no a TLJ yeah. even. Like I mean, right. I'm just saying this is just. I'm just going. Well, on list you plan ahead. You think you're going to have actors for three movies and then you don't, and things. I'm just literally thinking of the narrative at this point. I know. I'm not trying to think of anything else. I 100% agree with you. I I still want that. It's a huge black hole in like the like pantheon of like what you could do for this movie. Like it's just because you you want it and that's Princess Leia. So that's affecting in its own right, and it really is. Let me huge effect. These films are going to be, you know, around with us forever. Let me give support to what Grant's saying. Because when I show my child Star Wars for the first time and we get to episode nine, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's going to have to be a conversation of like, yeah, a lot happened. So, you don't know what happened. like, Everyone we all that. wanted this, her and her child to have his heart to heart. But unfortunately, the actor passed away and this is what they were like. Oh, that like, I feel like yeah. I have to have that conversation because to me, that is a thing that's missing and there's nothing they could do about it. They were, they were bad things happen and you have to deal with <laughs> real close, right? I, yeah. Sh- bad things. Sh- bad things happen. They did. It's yeah. undone. You can't so argue with that. I 100% agree, but it's just, it sucks. Like there's, I don't know what you could have done with that, but I 100% agree. But nonetheless, and then yeah. finally, Ray's parents, the highlighting of that clone, the highlighting of his story to forge his own destiny, uh, and I would have loved that story. You know, have we're gonna Ray get it, and like the, this this beautiful family that was uh, developing at some point, and then she had to go, and they had to go drop her off. Like that's that's a story there, and I feel like even oh, the yeah. flashback in the Force yeah. Awakens could have alluded to that with the rain and the Knights of Ren just standing. Yeah, there. if they it knew that's been where a they were going, it would have yeah, been amazing. Yeah. It, it really could have all tied together in a really beautiful way. Yeah. And I feel like that was just kind of we one of the, the very So yeah. here's my cover for this, is that in the original trilogy, as much as Lucas will say he knew all this stuff was happening from Jump, he did not. He of did course. not know. No, no, no film there are multiple drafts. Doing. It was a different time. And you could work with that where you're just kind of like, oh, you know what? We have three years between movies. We can kind of figure out, oh, let's play with this. Let's play with that. Right. There wasn't a giant multi-million dollar thing behind it. And so what worked in 1977 through 1983 does not work 2015 to 2019. And that's not an excuse because I really do think that Lucasfilm and Disney should have been aware that they needed to get all their ducks in a row before they started mm-hmm. shooting the first one. I'm amazed with what they were able to do with just right. in a way that feels like quote unquote winging it at times. Right. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine. It would be irresponsible if they're just like, I don't know, let's just make the first movie and figure it out. But I really, I really think, think they did that. I don't know. J.J. must have had an overarching. He must have had he an did. overarching pitch. He did. Like, he, would, he, he was executive producer. Sure. They, he was like, no, this is going to be the story, and but we can have different directors do uh, do it in different ways. And I think, um, you know, I, I have no yeah. doubt that like right. episode, like um, The Last Jedi was in the plans roughly for what, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, JJ wanted to do, and he just Ryan took it in a really interesting way. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Headcanon yeah, yeah. might be wrong, but I don't know. That either. makes more sense to me than anything else. Like they wouldn't just fly by wire on this thing. I really think they were flying by wire. I honestly feel that way. They're and, just and, really and, broad strokes. And I like, don't really even. I don't even mean that. Yeah. Okay. Broad strokes. Maybe I don't mean like that. They didn't, they didn't have every detail because, down, but it was like they were like, "Oh, this is roughly how it's going to go." We've established. I love the sequel trilogy. I love episode eight. I am like every time I watch episode nine, I've seen it four times. I love it more each time. Yeah, which is shocking to me because I keep waiting for the things I noticed the first time that I bumped up against to come back around. It hasn't yet. It feels to me that they. I don't know what the broad strokes were though, right? Because like it was uh, that Luke was um, had gone into exile on an island. I mean, sure, I'm yep. sure. I'll grant you I'm that. sure yep. JJ came up. That's with from that. Lucas. Lucas, you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I right. will. I will. Yes. Are I you feel like you that know, was there yeah. from the yeah. start? That's the only thing that makes sense at the end, of episode seven. That that's what was happening. Right. So that's where he is, yeah. and they need to get him back. So that's probably the whole like like that's a whole. So here's another movie. question, Ben. Do you feel like they had the broad strokes for the like? legacy quote-unquote legacy characters but not for the new characters no i think they have broad strokes for the new characters of course so you think they knew from the jump i feel like this is so confrontational i don't mean as such but do you think no, they knew do you think they knew that Le- that ray was a palpatine no, descendant no but that's what i'm saying right right that's a key one right like yeah what was she gonna that's be? a big one like I feel and like that's, that's acknowledged publicly as well. I think JJ even they, knows. I bet it was it, talked it about. Definitely like, that discrepancy. Th- I bet there was a list, and they were like, maybe she's a Palpatine clone, maybe she's nobody, Luke, maybe, or maybe she's Obi Wan, maybe she's a clone that Palpatine right. created but because they, of the mirror yeah. scene would have tied. But, but I, 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 they were saying that JJ had this idea early in yeah. the thing. He's like, maybe she, this is where she. I buy that JJ thought this was a possibility, but here's the thing that I think is really interesting: is like, never know. They didn't know that Luke was Vader's son when they shot Episode Four. Right. It worked in the 70s and the 80s. I think it still works now. But there's a big pushback to that. Right. Is it just internet? Is the internet what kills it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, I think definitively we can also... If we had the internet in the internet killed they would have been angry that because Luke was somehow it, son. it gave voice to a bunch of people that have no other outlet than the internet to try to make themselves feel good. And it, they do wacky things. Yeah. And I, I like... So, yeah, sure. It was, if it becomes hip to hate Star Wars, then you're going to do that. And there's yeah. this weird hive mind that happens, I think, in social media. And they, they sort of go in, in unfortunate directions. And and it also it can bring in people that don't want to. I mean, it takes a lot yeah. to look inside yourself and say, what do I like? So a peek behind the curtain. Ben and I are sitting across <laughs> from each other. So yeah. we just got in a real like one on one conversation about this. I'm like, we're and not going to solve. Looking over to Grant, who's like trying to jump in. Mind and won't. The yeah. So and Grant, Grant's on another. What plane do you think? <laughs> so, uh, so we talked about Palpatine's son being a clone. We we all are fine <laughs> with that, I think. But nonetheless, uh, do you guys think he looks different from Ian McDermott? <laughs> like, do you think it like it doesn't 
feel like he looks like so Gendry. Do I think um, Random Mick Random Random looks different yeah. than yeah. than Ian McDermott? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's. A, I mean, okay, sure, that's his glow. Okay, sure. It makes if you sense. Say no, so, yeah, right? it makes yeah, sense. Whitey McWhitey. It, it, it was. It was certainly not obvious. We'll see. No, yeah. they didn't try to make it obvious at all. But they don't highlight them in any way I until still, you see them in the, just the final. We film. talked about it before retaping. I still think it was Matt Smith, and then they had the reshoot, and Matt Smith was not available for reshoots. Yeah, I think it was a contract someone. issue. Yeah, totally. Yeah, because yeah. I would totally buy Matt Smith as a young. Yes, just looking at him like he could do it. But all right, mm-hmm. they went another way. Yeah, sure, cool. 100%. And so we're, we're good with Clone Talk. Is, uh, we're done with Clone Talk. That's it. Are so, we done with Clone Talk? So I think we're moving succeeded. on to we're Clone Wars, which is Clone Talk. Extended well, Clone actually, talk. we have many more clones to talk about. We have we the do. Bad Batch, yeah. which are mutant clones, which I'm very yeah. excited to talk about. I will also argue that there's a, that the other segment is also Clone Talk. All right, why don't we just... Commander, contact your troops. Now, from the front lines of the other MCGs, Commander Cody's Clone Wars Conspectus. Very good, sir. Um, all right, so here we are for uh, the uh, Clone Wars review. Segment. Commander Cody's Clone Wars Conspectus. Well, there it is. There it is. Thanks, Greg. Conspectus means a deep summary. That's correct. A deep, a very thorough, thorough sum, summary. Which we, this will certainly be. Yes, it will absolutely 100% So we be. watched episode one last week. We, we reviewed that. We did. Uh, check out last Two week's episode on... Um, Spotify, wherever podcasts are found, find, find it there. Right. Uh, episode two, we just watched it. A distant echo. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Anakin so, Rex and the Bad Batch launch a dangerous mission to Skako Minor to rescue Echo from the clutches of Wat Tambor and the Techno Union Army. Yeah. So we watched these back to back, and I'm proposing that we cover them back. Let's to- let. Yeah, let's do it. We know we realize we're a couple of weeks late on this. Yeah, yeah. But we're gonna do this one and the one that just came out today, actually. Yeah. Um so, so do Grant, you do the yeah. yeah Grant, Why don't you do tell one? us the third, the episode. Episode three. Episode. There you go. Yeah, here we go. Uh, on the wings of the Karadax. That's a uh, pretty awesome name for Yeah, the Karadax is a pretty sweet name for a uh, pterodactyle type dinosaur oh, alien. Right, ter- yeah, really cool. They almost look like bats in a weird way. I'm That's, real dumb. They're yeah. bad. They look cool. They look cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, nonetheless, episode three on the wings of the Karadax. Uh, this episode was incredible. Everyone should be watching the Clone Wars right now. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. Yeah, it's yeah, incredible. A yeah. uh, little summary here. With the help of the natives of Skako Minor, Anakin Rex and the Bad Batch escape from Wat Tambor's base with Echo in tow. Perfect. So get them out of there. Great. Love it. I mean, because this was really one episode. This is the rescue mission yeah. of Echo. Clearly, one, two, and three episodes one, two, and three are meant to be watched as yeah. a single episode, as a single like movie. I know. Movie. I wonder how linear it's going to be because right now it feels like it's going to be three episode arcs, like which is what they did. Um, yeah, very similar. They didn't lose series. a step, right? That's what yeah. Filoni wrote for, and so he's continuing yeah. that, which I appreciate. We should get so that means we should get four mini movies, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we? Yeah. And I'm falling in love with the Bad Batch. Uh, Tech yeah. is one of my new favorite characters in Big all of Tech Star guy. Wars. The helmet Grant is incredible. Cannot wait for the action figure we'll buy uh, upon release. Um, oh, keep an eye out when I hit up Target before coming to the taping. <laughs> can we talk about all the sweet droids? In these yes, episodes? please. <laughs> so, yeah. So, last uh, second episode, they show what we actually, what Grant... Yeah. called out yeah. was imperial Grant. droids so we know like there's imperial guards that guard um Darth palps, Sidious. palps. Yeah. and it's those awesome red figures and we got the um the group around snoke as well i'm forgetting their actual name right now but 
Um, but this is the droid version of that surrounding Wat Tambor. So Wat Tambor is the head of the Techno Union Army. And right. this is yeah. like, so this is his nest. This is where he lives. Yeah. And they I gave him a really I, yeah. cool aesthetic. I didn't know if they were customized for like Wat Tambor. Unclear. At, at all. But I thought it's that, his. I thought they were his private yeah. guard. Like, I think his that's what you're alluding to, right? Yeah, like, yeah. it's his private guard. His private guard. That's what I mean. There's like these are the his elite so guards that surround him. They had a uh, shoulder mounted like yeah. uh, blasters as yeah. well as you know they had like four arms essentially like four blaster. Mounted. So yeah, Watt Tambor is my favorite separatist. Yeah, <laughs> how, how do you pick just one out easily? Easily, okay. he is my favorite. Though they did not use my favorite part of him in these two episodes, which is oh, him having no. to use the dial to be like, yeah, they didn't. Yeah. Wait, we did get the oh no. We did get the most we got campy, the uh, yeah. uh, finale oh, no. like, uh, defeat yeah. of all time, where he's like, oh, oh no. no, it was yeah. it was pretty incredible. It's pretty great, but they don't use him having to use the dial to get his yeah. voice right. But to be fair, close it's post episode two, so maybe he fixed all that stuff. Yes, right. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's, he's calibrated. He's but I, this, I feel like there's a there's a story behind him changing that. Oh, do you think in it's Star like Wars there's a story? There's, like a, a, there's a there's a three hundred eighty four page yeah. novel yeah. about him fixing that that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Written by Doze, <laughs> Daniel Jose Alder. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but my favorite thing is like he still remains my favorite separatist because his droids make. He's the most, no Pago the Lesser. He's no Pago. Oh, Pago Lesser's pretty great too. <laughs> Pago Lesser got a lot of help from Wat Tambor. And he does. Uh, and like also, like in like Rebel Pago Rising, was, and yeah. like he's pretty great. But um, so my point about about Wat Tambor is that his droids are the most logical droids I've seen in all of this because yeah. they are really slim, so they have a really slim profile. So if you're trying to shoot a laser at them, you're right. really hard to they're hit, as opposed thing. to like B two yeah. battle droids, which are all chest. Like, they are a big, giant target, like, hit here, as opposed to these droids, which are, like, you can't hit them. They're so thin. But, yeah, I think, Grant, you mentioned one of the the style point to, like, the style of... Mm -hmm. Oh, Art Art Deco? uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, It's it's like Bioshock. When you go inside a Watt Tambor facility, it looks like giant vents. Very Bioshock. Yeah. Kind of exaggerated shapes, circles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's I didn't expect beautiful. that. I thought it would be a little different. Based, I honestly, I was very interested <laughs> about the trade, uh, the Techno Union Army. I knew yes. nothing when I watched Revenge of the Sith. I was blown away by how interesting Wat Tambor was and how little we got. Yeah. And so we yeah. are now getting a lot, a lot of Wat Two episodes of Wat Tambor tuned in, and I'm excited. And the droids are incredible. We get like War of the World droids mm-hmm. in this episode those were awesome that was like if you're not watching the clone wars right now you're missing out on some like quality yeah. war of the world storytelling yeah, yeah, which yeah. is you get like a one shot of the bad batch these like clone these like super mutant yeah. kind of clones these huge around. droids my favorite part of those things were how they were transported they just floated like a floating yeah, octopus yeah, yeah. yeah. and they, but they're massive they're they're, massive. Massive. Yeah. they're uh, 40 times as as sure and then high as a you know battle droid or something. Other ones use and they like just land and just like wings spout. to fly. Yeah. Apparently, they're like, no, we don't need that. Oh, speaking of that, a wing sprouting wings. Yeah. The the battle droids literally yeah, sprout they, wings and they fly. Sure did. And that makes sense. I, you know what? I loved it. I know. I know. I like. I like. I didn't because I didn't expect it. It's, it's like all right, weirdly you took it to another level. I kind of, I'm not a fan of the honeycomb like energy pattern in Star Wars because that's very Marvel to oh, me, yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. like okay, how they yeah, travel. Yeah. So I'm, I'm bothered by that. I it was that. a honeycomb wing. Yeah, it was a honeycomb wing. I, I like. I like. Times. 
This is really itching with my prequel, like, or it's really scratching my prequel itch, which is like, oh, I hate that, but I kind of love it. Yeah. Like it's like those two I've points of like on battle droids. I know, I'm where I'm like, that. this is dumb, but it's kind of amazing. It's, it was so long ago that it's like to hear like a brand new Roger Roger for some reason. Know, it sounds right? dumb to I say, know. but like I love it. I know, like, I'm right an, there with they, you. They had a really cool interest. Like, the, the 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 head, like the the optical sensor, like that whole area yeah. looked really really cool. With those droids it looked yeah. almost like dinosaurs. It was very like. They look mm-hmm. strange. Mm-hmm. They didn't look like normal battle no. droids. When you say War of the Worlds, they shot at War of the Worlds. Very it was just yeah, like, there was a whole yeah, scene yeah. that was felt shot felt how huge Worlds. and yeah, like yeah. devastating these, these yeah. droids were. It's, yeah. it's, it's beautifully animated. It can't be understated we, how beautifully animated this, yeah. this series has been, yeah. especially this season. Are we good about droids? Can I talk about how dumb Anakin is? Or can we yeah, let's go to Anakin and Obi-Wan. Let's talk about Anakin and Obi-Wan. I gotta like, without giving too many personal things away, which I will try as hard as I can. Anakin's a real dumb dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and especially in, was it episode two? Yeah. Where he has a wife who is clearly showing, like, okay, like, Padme is a svelte woman. Massively she's, pregnant. She's, she's very massively thin. pregnant. Very thin as a human. Like, let's live. just, like, a, no, a as, live, a, phys- live as a, as a, a, you know, as a plus size man. <laughs> like, I'm just, just stating it. And she's clearly showing pregnant, but like, okay, so maybe he's just being like, you know, who knows? I'm she's out in the front. Touching her belly but then she's time. touching her. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Like he is like, okay, like I, I, I love and again, I love and hate it. I feel like they're showing how dumb he is, but, like how much he doesn't focus love that, on though. these what things. We, but I think when we all he's watched it, we dumb. all did look to each yeah. other uh, when we do see Obi Wan. In episode two, love, yeah, 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 we love that they kind of infer that there's a love triangle relationship yeah. between Obi Wan, the thinnest Anakin, of and Padme. Suggestion, yes, it's, but yes. It's, which it's yeah, which they play out a little bit in episode three. They do a little bit in episode three. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where, where and it comes now, out of nowhere. Oh, it's like, it comes out, out of nowhere. nowhere in episode three. But it's not really doing, well planned in episode they're three. They're doing like, great work in this episode. Yeah, yeah. And just a, just a look on Anakin's mm. face of being He's like, like I will literally kill you. Yeah. Because so right if now. you haven't seen these episodes, it's literally just um, Anakin's talking to Padme. Um, Obi-Wan's trying to get into the con- like just trying to get yeah, into yeah. the space Anakin's trying to hide it from everyone yeah, but how good how good is that material like it's honestly amazing. that is the most compelling Star Wars Rex is in on it and Rex, Rex is caught in the middle and he's yeah. like A you're wasting my time yeah B this is totally illegal yeah. and I don't know how much longer right. I want to protect you yeah. and then all we get is a is a is a Obi-Wan saying oh say basically say hi oh, to I hope Pat- you, I hope you said hi, hi to, to Anna, uh, Padme, uh, Padme for, for me and you get this look, look on Anakin's face straight to camera, like uh, uh, Obi Wan can't see it of him just like it's a Vader face. For are you? What's going on now? What's happening now? Are you macking on my wife? Yeah, he's like a like you saw through my little pity, yeah. like you know misdirection, and B he's like, don't you ever say her name again. <laughs> yeah, it's it does so much work for connecting episode two and three, yeah. which is why like I as a person who was never the biggest Clone Wars fan. Um, I did the rewatch last year and I'm watching this. There are, there's so much work in a good way that is done between in, in episode, in, in the Clone Wars that connects episode two and episode three that I feel like so much of Lucas's stuff that wasn't dealt with in the the prequels is dealt with in this that actually connects more to the original trilogy in a weird way than some of the, um, some of the stuff in the prequel trilogies. 
Yeah, I mean, dude, as a person who loves he, Treehold, he worked with Filoni. Yeah. Yeah. Filoni just has fresh blood, man. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, Lucas is great. He did yeah, amazing yeah. things. Cool. I would oh, love another so Lucas good. trilogy tomorrow. But like, the, he passed it to the right guy that had the right amount of intensity and thoroughness, and um, and he is. Yeah, I'm speaking about Filoni has the energy to push the story forward, yeah. and he meets up with a you know brother Seamus in um, you know Favreau, and he, he makes is... amazing. They're like, we both love this, and we're in this point in our lives where we can make amazing Star Wars content, and they both did. The torch is going to be officially passed to Filoni very soon. He has been in charge of the most successful Star Wars stuff in recent history, which is Rebels and Mandalorian. Yeah, and who knows what's next? Yeah, but I, I will say all. George Lucas did for the Clone Wars series and all that mm-hmm, content mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. Uh, mentioned that, that Obi-Wan quote as like, oh yeah, we fought along together in the Clone Wars. But JJ set up 20 of those. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, what he did. It's he like, just pulled a, he pulled a Lucas. I mean, I, I so can name people. 10 right now, like stories that could be like offshoot series, feature films, feature trilogies that, that he did by like, Making this beautiful. It's amazing that you end the Skywalker saga and then, but there's like, oh, but what about this comic and what about this book? And like, there's a million things that are going to come out. He ended the Skywalker saga and created dozens of other sagas that or stories that could be told. I mean, that in and of itself is why Rise of Skywalker is genius. It's quite genius, and I'd be remiss not to talk about the Decimator droids that we saw. Oh, Decimator! In episode three. These these droids will just burn through a door, uh, breach inside, and just electrify anything in the room. They're it's, pretty or interesting. At least kind of a one new in ad, ten. So new ad, people pretty cool droid. It's a it's a really good bit. So like we were watching it together, <laughs> and they go the decimator droids, and we're just sitting there, oh snap, decimator droids, and then a droid moves out of the way. Wait, they reduce little... everything to ten percent. Well, that's of what was in that room. <laughs> That's all they because do. if you know what they decimator, leave whatever's alive. Yeah. If so, if you're the ten percent of like flesh that's just like yeah. alive, you, you'll be you'll be spared. I'll I'll, I'll <laughs> go for it, Adam. Why don't you explain to our listeners what decimator? Is? No, I, so I was gonna explain. I will let I will let Ben. But my point about the bit is that you hear decimation, you think, oh my god, it's gonna be amazing, and then a droid moves out of the way, and it's this little tiny floating ball. <laughs> it was so, pretty. Not detailed. I just not, say it was just a floating ball. It looked and, like a Pokemon. And so your original, like, and your original yeah. reaction is like, oh, that's really funny. It's like thinking it's going to be just oh, this big bit, yeah. giant thing. And you're like, oh, it's just Wait, where it's is it? whatever. Where is it? Okay, it's this It's a golf ball thing. with a red eye. And then it goes in the room <laughs> and does all this electricity, which would kill everyone. You're like, oh, no, it actually is terrifying. Yeah, like, it's, it's a really terrifying. good bit of, like, taking your expectations down and then going above. It's like worse than a thermal detonator. You set a decimator in a room? Like, that's But it's funny that the decimator is tiny. It is. You're right. It's I a, missed. I missed that joke. It's a good. I get really good at explaining why things are funny, which making them not funny <laughs> oh. anymore. It's kind no, of my thing. It's you've enriched my life. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep uh, talking about this episode. Uh, D. Bradley Baker does the voice oh, for man. all yeah, the clones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we knew D. Bradley. We've we've mentioned he's the voice for all the clones. But what blew my mind was when you told me he did all the voices for the clones in the bad batch yeah, yeah. that's right yeah he's so good i mean that's that's a lot that's a yeah, lot that's of work lot. i mean and crosshair sounds so different from wrecker and wrecker sounds so different from hunter and then mm-hmm. tech is his own thing yeah. it's like it's wow it's he's doing voices he's, he's a, he's a voice professional player. voice actor he and is and if you google him he's worked anything you've ever seen <laughs> with a voice actor he has worked on like he has done a, a ton of work and it really shows for something like this where he can, like, I had this, actually, bring back to chronologically speaking, 
I had a conversation about Billy West, who is a voice actor who on Futurama, and he plays both Fry and Professor Professor Farnsworth and nice. Zoidberg. And there are scenes where he will have Zoidberg. Zoidberg is my favorite character. Zoidberg is my favorite character as well. Yeah, but he'll have a. There'll be four characters in a room. <laughs> That's Billy West. But he'll have he'll have a conversation where there's four people in the room who are all played by Billy West. So he's just in yeah. a studio. Having Slang. a conversation with himself. Yeah, yeah. And they've taped it where he doesn't do one voice, like one voice and the other. He actually goes back and forth and you watch him in front of a, a microphone uh, just jumping back and forth between all yeah. these voices. And D. Bradley, D Bradley, Bradley Baker is doing the same thing. And that's amazing. Like That is such talent to be able to like switch these voices and, and have a personality behind each. Yeah, man. Totally. Um Love these episodes. Uh, so the um, those those flying creatures that they jumped on those those Kiridax. Kiridax. Uh That was just how they made their escape. I mean, they named the, the that was the title of the third episode. But that's sure. Mainly how they made their escape. The third cool episode. Though, I've never seen them before. Was just an action packed episode. There's not a lot of. Yeah. I, I will say this. I don't mean this as a negative. There's not a lot of plot. It's all action. It's getting. Awesome it's action, escaping, man. and it's really good. It's only eighteen yeah. ep- eighteen minutes long, which I think it, is. It's so enriched. Like I just love seeing Anakin be Anakin. Yeah. And, like, do some serious Jedi stuff. I. I I've, would argue he could have done a little more. Sure, but there were um, times where there like, was, he sprang into action for doing scene. his thing. Yeah, yep. I'm like, wait, you're a Jedi. Just, just take I care. love that ep- that season seven is on Disney Plus because one of the benefits of streaming services, and I even say this with watching like the Star Trek episodes on on CBS, is that you don't need to fit a show into thirty or sixty minutes with commercial breaks. So. Right. What they did with this episode was realized, oh, we don't need 22 minutes to get through this. We need 18 to do all the action. Yeah. Let's just take 18. Because and make it you, full action. If yeah, you added four minutes to that episode, I feel like it would have dragged. I feel like there would have been like, why are we doing this? There's just right. exposition to just get us to 22 minutes. And they realize now, like, we are not beholden to that 22 minute with eight minutes of, of commercials focus. Right. It's like, why take the Disney XD, like, uh... Yeah. format when yeah. you could easily on streaming you could go 30 45 minutes yeah and i guarantee you we'll get an episode of clone wars that is 25 26 27 minutes right long. right yeah when the story asks for needs it, it. Yeah. yeah yeah uh love both these episodes can't wait so to much see fun that fourth episode yeah hopefully we get some ahsoka and now the fistful of beskar Fistful of Beskar. Yes. Back to our Mando segment. We love Woo. so much. Yeah, it's been uh, a minute. We have some news about The Mandalorian Season 2, which will debut in October of uh, 2020. So, so far uh, away. I think everyone's looking so forward to that, though. I am months. very excited about that, honestly. That's like a big date for me. Like, I cannot wait for this show to yeah. continue. Uh, nonetheless, we have some new directors announced. Hmm. What do we got? Uh, all-time fave, Robert Rodriguez. El Mariachi, one time time in Mexico, Planet Terror. Yeah. Uh Rodriguez. I mean, that incredible. is an gr- incredible get. That- I love a lot of what he does. I grew up in the 90s, so I love like like the 90s um independent directors. Love Robert Rodriguez, um, Quentin Tarantino, Kevin Smith. I kind of grew up with that. Yeah. So very totally. excited. I don't know how I feel about two dimensional Star Wars, but I can leave that there. <laughs> Really? Oh, you don't want giant <laughs> was that brutal? action. Was set... that like really hard? You don't want giant action set piece cool. moments like uh, with bars, like with no depth, bars and no depth. 
All right. Well, I'm excited. I more. love Robert Rodriguez. I like a lot of Robert and it's, I especially yeah. love him in the Star Wars universe. This is the kind of stylized filmmaking it's that I've always him. wanted to get yeah. Yeah, out yeah. of. Out of, and I hope we feel that in the Mandalorian. Like, yeah. I mean, it, it was pretty consistent through season one, despite all the different directors. Like, but like, I would love to see a whole like psychedelic change. Yeah, and to be fair, I was a little snarky, but like El Mariachi, uh, Desperado. No, not was it this? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's that, Desperado, and then Once Upon a Time in Mexico. And Once Upon a Time, his trilogy time Mexico, yeah. is very reminiscent of what they're doing yes. on Mandalorian. It's so I think it would game. really like that kind of neo that neo um, 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 Western filmmaking would work well. Totally. So, right. Yeah, it's almost like as if his career has been building towards this because yeah. uh, he loves new technology. Like Sin City, he loved that new technology. So I'm sure he's like really focusing on. Oh that. yeah, and working with the volume, I'm sure yeah. he's super excited to yeah. to shoot all these different, you know, all these different on location uh, places, uh, you know, in these planets that are represented in the volume. That kind of sure. like uh, that that rear projected kind of or not rear projected, but it's LED projected, right? Uh, real real time locations. Yeah. Like I. I Honestly, as a director, I think that is the most exciting place to work right now and yeah. do that that sort of work. But um, yeah, Robert Rodriguez, like I, I'm, I'm only thinking it's going to be pulpy. I, I can't wait for the sure. pulp, the pulpy western to come back well, in a big way. It would be really fun. And they've also they've also been really good at, at matching directors to the tone of the episode or allowing the directors to express their tone. Like I think of the um, the Taika Waititi episode, which is the last one. That long shot at the very beginning yeah. of the of the scout troopers having like a funny back totally. and forth. It's the funniest episode and it's the most heartwarming yeah. episode. Which is Taika Waititi. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's it's what he does. So I'm very excited for them to allow Robert Rodriguez to do what he does. Yeah. And in, uh yeah. yeah, and Desperado's incredible. And uh I and the action. I mean Robert Rodriguez is a pro at shooting action yeah, in yeah. Sin City. Yeah. Uh, all types of there, there's so much inc- there's so many incredible action moments in all his films that I feel like re- he's really going to shoot some incredible action yeah I feel horrible for my jokey joke but like if you ever watch like weirdly the um the Spy Kids series that he did right that's right he did wow. they're weirdly good for kids and parents alike like they're not a bad thing to watch with kids like there's a lot there going on like he kind of gets that that idea of like also he did an episode of Chef Show <laughs> Which is John right. Favreau. That's might have been where they they met. They did that. Uh, <laughs> and it might have been. Like now I'm like starting to connect dots and they, they got along pretty well and he I really enjoyed that episode. Yeah, I'm super excited for his return. Uh, maybe he'll be handling the character who we w- with the Spurs, who we don't really know. Oh, the, sure. the, the mystery character. character. That would be amazing. <laughs> Either Cad Bane cool. or Boba Fett. <laughs> but it'd be cool for Robert Rodriguez to handle that character because totally. of his, Actually, his background shooting. He's kind the, of gritty. The only Westerns. person I would trust Cad Bane with would be uh, Robert Rodriguez. Would it be voiced by right, Antonio exactly. Banderas? Yeah, yeah. He would do an no, no, no. amazing... Exactly. Uh, that would be That's amazing exactly if he did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just make it over do, the top. He could do yeah. a real Cad Bane that would yeah. be afraid of. I'm on board for that. A very over-the-top episode would be... I, I welcome that yeah, in season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Bryce Dallas Howard Howard returning, uh, who we yeah. shot uh, episode, I believe, four. Of- was it four? It was the one that was yeah. like a, a, a that was Seven Samurai. Seven Samurai. Yeah. Seven Samurai yeah. But yeah. like so. amazing, the the um, the Homage, the, uh, the Imperial Walker in the woods yeah. was kind of amazing. Yeah. And as we've talked about, I don't want to steal it from Graham, but Graham mentioned it. We have the indelible meme of Baby Yoda <laughs> yes. drinking soup. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> like that yeah. is a lit the yeah. internet on fire. Yeah, when mom that, and dad are fighting. Yeah, yeah. That was that episode definitely made waves on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, 
That was such a great Go scene. with what works. Yeah, yeah. she did and, a good job. Yeah, and, she, and it was an incredible episode. Can't wait to see what she does uh, uh, with the characters uh, after the events yeah. of the season. It'll one. be interesting because she's busy. I just I follow her on Instagram. She just started shooting Fallen uh, Jurassic Park or Jurassic World Part 3. Is it like Dominion? Is Dominion. That that's is that really what it's called? Dominion. That Have they the taken over the world yet? Least. Have the dinosaurs taken they over the world They better because yet? it's ridiculous. Because that would be that interesting. If it was like yeah, Mad I, Max Fury Road. I think that's Jurassic, what they're going for. Jurassic I, think I think that would be a good movie. Apes Jurassic yeah, yeah, yeah. World. I, agreed. I'm really, I'm not a big fan of the first and second one, but it seemed to be what they were hinting for the second one. So now I'm on board to be like, yes, dinosaurs are killing everyone. But did Bryce Dallas Howard direct another episode of The Mandalorian? Or was it just four? Just the first one. Just that one. Just four. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, we know Deborah Chow is away doing Obi-Wan. Sure. I, yes. I, I, I don't know if she's returning for so season good. two because she's probably she's super probably busy. On, yeah. uh, Peyton Reed is coming on to do an episode. A couple Did episodes. he do Ant-Man? Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. So I will say, this is actually really funny because in my mind, I was actually thinking, this is really funny. I would have loved to see an Edgar, Edgar Wright episode who did... Um, who did Spaced and Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. Oh, that guy, I, man. Yeah. I would have loved to see him do an episode of Mandalorian, but he was the one who was originally supposed to shoot uh, Ant-Man. And then when he dropped out, Peyton Reed did it. And if you watch the original Ant-Man, there's a lot in there that is Edgar Wright, and Peyton Reed does a really good job of aping, quote-unquote, Edgar Wright style. Oh, so nice. I'm really looking forward. I really Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp are kind of the... Um, Hidden gems of the MCU. They're really solid films and a lot of fun. It'll surprise you, but I enjoyed all of the uh, Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Reads, uh, Shocking. He's got an extensive career. Uh, I mean, he started with like bringing it bring it on and stuff like yeah. that. Which yeah, yeah. Which is pretty big movie. Yes, man. Also a weirdly good movie that I've made to watch. Bring it on is actually. I will. Okay, I will. All right. I would never say this before, but it is a solid sports movie. If you like that sports formula of like underdogs and like it's it's Rocky with cheerleading. It's yeah. kind of amazing. Oh, yeah. uh, also. If we're talking about cheerleading now, and this is a cheerleading podcast, mm-hmm. uh, the cheer documentary on Netflix is absolutely. I've heard amazing things. My wife so watched it, it and loved it. Everyone should watch it. Yeah, like, I've amazing. heard really amazing things. So I was on Twitter and uh, I saw that Ron Howard shared that James Mangold was also a director <laughs> on season two. Yeah, how'd that go? And then James Mangold responded, uh, uh, "No, in no way am I like affiliated <laughs> with the show, and I'm not shooting it." And, wow. Yeah, uh, and it was a voracious denial. Yeah. Yeah. It was. I, I'm not involved. Please don't spread false information. I feel bad coming from Ron Howard, like not an internet troll, not some no, like, no, 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 you know, no, no. like just, act, you know, no, aggregator. But he, Ron Howard being like, say, yeah. he's like, but you are. I thought. So does this mean? So he put my tinfoil hat on. Lock in, falls in attack position. It's like these these rumors don't come from nowhere, right? And so I'm sure. Bryce, his daughter probably mentioned it. Or he was visiting, mentioned it. Is it just me, or does this mean that James Mangold is directing a movie in the Star Wars universe? That is what I'm taking away from this. Because like maybe it was a, a, a meeting, or he was around watching what was going and he, on. And he messed it up. Like yeah. he thought he heard one thing. Yeah, and... because James Mangold is doing real well right now. We talked about him. I don't know whatever episode was the solo episode when he was announced to be directing the Boba oh, Fett yeah. standalone. Right, right. And then now he's just was uh, was nominated for best director, best film. He, for, I uh, think he Bar- he, he won it in Ferrari. sound design, I believe, and I believe that's a that's yeah. a that's a, um, a Star Wars that's a nomination favorite. that yeah. Star Wars usually yeah. dominates. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
So my theory is probably that he was in talks and visiting to kind of think about what his Star Wars movie would be. Yeah. Yeah, because he's a little big. I feel bad saying this after we just talked about Peyton Reed, but I feel like he might be a little big at this point to direct an episode of a movie. All right. Well, I don't know, because okay. Taika Waititi just directed Thor Ragnarok and is, is doing a movie. Mangold's established Taika Waititi's star is rising. Well, perfect segue. There are rumors that Taika Waititi could be returning to direct and not only direct, but also voice act as IGL. Oh, I would be oh, shocked wow. if he wasn't at yeah. this point. Like, at, that was such a beloved yeah. character and episode. How do you bring Eleven back? I don't know. Unless, um, Unless it's a different It's the same model. thing you do IG-88 in the old EU, which is you download his consciousness. I know, into... but um, Nick Nolte's character. Yeah, I can see, I can see him. Like, yeah. He might have stored it somewhere. Stored it but, in a chip. chip. Yeah. Right. And for um, for uh, for the Ugnaught to... Nick Montez's character. Who? What was his name? Again? Oh my gosh, Quinn. 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 Quill. 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 Team effort. Oh my goodness. Together we all got there. For Quill to reprogram the droid and for uh, the droid's life to be cut short, you know, in this that final episode, I can totally see a montage of like them getting the processor core, like yeah, the Imperials yeah. finding the processor core. Like the montage of it moving from like a facility to another facility, then it like going into another droid. Or I can see it'd it actually be interesting if in he runs way. into IG Eleven totally. as a reprogrammed like Empire droid. I mean, that's the thing, right? Yeah. So are we establishing? Back. So here's our question: Taika has to come back, is what I'm saying. I agree. Oh, a hundred percent. So my question is: so like we have um, we have Alan Tudyk as um, doing K two S K two S O. So do all Imperial droids have the voice of Alan Tudyk? I would argue yes. You mean like uh, that the that that um, model yeah. model? Yeah. Too much work to record other voices. Right? Right. So do all IG droids that talk oh. have Taika's voice? Actually, it'd be so cool we, if we might... saw actual I, um, IG eleven. I what mean, IG eighty eight. So that's my thought: is we get IG eighty eight, but there's no comedy because I because Taika can yeah. do a very straight voice, like unless IG eighty eight is hilarious. <laughs> also, I love yeah, it. Like I kind yeah, of so, like. What if IG eighty eight? Pretty bad bounce score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he could be pretty damaged. Right, because he's been around yeah. like a millennia, just like <laughs> smoking fools. Yeah. So I will. I don't like to, you know, it's not. That maybe raises the stakes too, and I'm in favor. Maybe it's bad form to bring up other podcasts, but this week on Star Wars no, Minute, never. they had Chris Radke, who is their kind of, they, he comes on every every season. Uh, he talked about Mandalorian, how much he loves it, and he had the thought of that this, the boots we see is actually Boba Fett, because it's on Tatooine, and it's been Boba Fett for all these years, and Boba Fett's going to be the third member of the Mudhorm tribe. Um, interesting. Which but is interesting. With new gear, with new gear, and like he's kind of been on Tatooine since his fall. Oh, but he could time. be like the old wizened, like uh, mentor. Yeah, interesting. Interesting thought, and played by. Uh, Don't say it. Don't say it. I won't because I can't think of his name. <laughs> Tomorrow, Tomorrow, Tomorrow Morrison. Morrison. <laughs> I'm like, I literally that that giant uh, is like, someone help me. <laughs> oh, really? Was that all right? Yeah, yeah. That would um, be such an amazing so, role. Wait, Tomorrow Morrison as like wait, a really all right, old all right, all right. Boba Fett? final season of The Mandalorian. He arrives on Tatooine. Yeah. Uh, finds himself in a standoff with this kind of f- sheriff esque figure in some town somewhere, but the sheriff esque figure. Is just wearing the Boba Fett armor, 
Right. Oh, it could be that could be. sheriff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I yeah. can't think of his name right now, but he was mentioned in um, Aftermath series. In the right? Aftermath yeah. series. Yeah. 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 And what if that happens and then maybe possibly you see like a decrepit like Boba Fett <gasps> somewhere in like a corner or an alley like whispering from like the shadows. Yeah. Like that's almost like I don't need to see Boba Fett in action. I think he got destroyed by that Starlack pit. Like honestly, when you come out of that pit, you're you're probably pretty heavily scarred. You're probably pretty uh, maybe. No. I don't know if it takes a thousand I, years I, to I, digest I, you. It's probably pretty slow. I uh, I think because sure. I think he got out of there pretty quick, but he knew he could never come back as Boba Fett, so he ditched his armor and like was like I need to find a new identity. He lost by getting hit in the back with a stick. <laughs> okay, well listen. <laughs> to right, my point, listen, negative Nancy. Uh, no, no, that no, might no, be no, your no, opinion, no, no. man. But yes, also listen, also no. filmed and visual. My point is. That might take you down a couple notches to be like, I gotta like, I'm not the badass I thought I was. That's that could all. be. I mean, or it could just be all of his like gear was totally melted, sure, by the digested, whatever. Yeah. But this like actually wasn't because it was still valuable and enough. For we're the only talking to pick it up. five years, right? Because right. it's been five years. So like five years to be on this outpost planet, getting his gear back together and figure yeah. out what his life is is not unreasonable. So. I I would love the storyline where that. Uh, just like Grant was saying, he does become part of the cadre, the yeah. little Mudhorn cadre. Wait, but, that was what Adam was, that was saying. Me. That was me. I but was Adam, saying in sorry. no also, way Also, that was me saying what Chris Radke okay. said. Yeah, yeah. So it's not even right. me, but it, I'll take it. That's the what I said. What Grant said with that Mudhorn cadre <laughs> comment, which is so good. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> was it like, so he Damn is it. there as part of it. That showdown does happen, yeah, yeah, but yeah. the Mandalorian steps aside so that Boba Fett can smoke the guy in his armor. Yeah, I love it. All right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. There you go. And he's like, no, this is your fight. And he's just yeah. like, oh my wow. goodness. But is all this... Good, so so it's an ending of that storyline. They were like... No, I think he could be... Take my a, place, buddy. I yeah, think yeah. Boba Fett was like, finds him and like, maybe they're the last two Mandalorians. You well, know? Because and, like, and he's like, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna mentor this guy because he raised a high enough profile. Right. And he's like, I'm going to help you. There's a Bo-Katan appearance in the finale of season two. Bo-Katan? Is Bo-Katan still alive? Yes. All right. Um, <laughs> which one's Bo-Katan? I don't know. She's but, heavily scarred. She had the Darksaber last. And she oh, was Bo attacked, by Gideon. Oh, she was the she was attacked by Gideon and his forces so, and had to retreat. And she, and Gideon sees the Darksaber and she's around. And what she you're saying makes a lot two. of sense, but I still, I'm, I'm at the point of the night I, where I'm thinking Boba I'm Fett fitting is that awesome. in. I'm fitting that in. So all, right. all we, for all we know, based on Mandalorian season one, there are no more Mandalorians left other than our Mandalorian. I mean, right. there could be enclaves, but yeah. Well, no, there's we one. There's the, the, um, the armor master. Oh, right, right. Um, who's coming to Rhode Island Comic Con. <laughs> yes, yes I'm very excited for that. Yeah. We and, shall uh, present totally all under- our questions that deal with the Mandalorian. <laughs> there will be a lot of emails and contacts going out to these individuals <laughs> for in the sure. next year to be like, <laughs> for sure. please talk to but, us. <laughs> so she is probably the most badass Mandalorian yeah. alive She's right now. She's amazing, yeah. Um, but we can only assume there's some more. But still, if, if you were going to shoehorn Boba Fett into this, which I would not be opposed to in this context, like new armor... Maybe it's Mandalorian armor. Maybe it's right. new Mandalorian armor. All right, that's it. we're indulging. We're indulging too much. This no, fistful of Beskar. Uh, signing Out. off. <laughs> okay, so there's two games, but we're always hopeful there will be more. And um, we talked last week about we know that there's two more games coming mm-hmm. out. We know there's going to be a uh, Fallen Order order sequel coming out 
Um, and we know that um, the uh, company motive is also working on another game. You're right. And, right. So and Battlefront EA, 3 got canceled. Right? And Battlefront 3 got canceled. Yeah, yeah. which may so. bring into what we're about to talk about. Could be. Could be. Because we know uh, that motive did work on Battlefront yeah. one, uh, 1. Battlefront and Battlefront 2, um, the recent IP. But... Um, so we've got some new, yeah, yeah. but so, a name surfaced this week, right? Yeah. So uh, on the uh, on the European PSN, the PlayStation Network, uh, there was a name registered. It was Maverick. From, yes, Project uh, Maverick. Project, like they Project digged Maverick. deep into the files in a place where I don't know. Old right, they files. data mined pretty deep in there. They found uh, that the project was titled uh, Maverick. Mm-hmm. They had an image. They got an image came out of there. I believe it was a star destroyer with some Tie Fighters above what looked like a kind of reddish lava. Mustafar. They went as far as to say Mustafar. Maybe it is. Uh, Maybe I think people are inferring that it could be Mustafar, but um, it did look like we only saw ships in the image. Yes. Also, is there a movie coming out anytime this year where Maverick plays a a a part? And does anyone anyone think what I'm referring to? Top Gun. Top Gun. Maverick. Interesting timing. Is that is I, that just random? Yes. No, it's excellent. It's I, excellent I don't timing. think it is random. I think it is exactly what it is. And we're going to get... Yeah. <laughs> am I am I already like... Just, no. Am I rushing through this too fast? No, you're you're actually just isolating exactly what this game could be, <laughs> which is a space combat. Tom, Tom Cruise, the uh, Starfighter pilot. Exactly. Yeah. Edge of Tomorrow Galaxy? Yeah. <laughs> and so... I, and I've heard a lot of people talking about what idea. this game could be, and I've heard ideas that it could be like a really in-depth like fleet management strategy game, uh, RTS of some kind. But Maverick, I think, hints more to the idea fleet that it management. could be it could be it could be a third-person starfighter, it, like like a very high-octane multiplayer yeah. starfighter game. That sounds that's like fun. Really, really intense. Can we go back to fleet management because that's my <laughs> okay. yeah, favorite yeah. thing about. MLB. He just like snuck fleet management. I'm like, don't don't rush past that, Grant, because you're just like no, just, just like massage like, that point, tickle that please. point. It's wonderful yeah, yeah. because like <laughs> because that brings me back to my love, my love affair with MLB the show. Yeah, <laughs> where I would just like be like, do I want to play baseball or do I want to manage baseball? And right. boy, do I just want to manage, just wanna manage baseball. baseball. Yeah. I played my Yankees team. Sorry, Yankees team. I, we we can, were friends. I know, I know, buddy. I know, I know, I know. They're I know. classy, but They're I, 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 my, Don, you're out of your element. My entire family is from Northern New Jersey. Moving on, so right. I managed that team to 2035, and it broke every record ever imaginable in anything ever. And all I did was manage, <laughs> and it made me so happy. And I, I would, like, so I, I would I, simulate yeah. ten games at a time. And that's what uh, maybe Grant is suggesting. I think people want be. those deep systems. I think people want to uh, be responsible for yeah. uh, an entire fleet, much like I the General it. Leia oh is God, in this. the sequel trilogy, where you see her managing a fleet, uh, and you see when fighters are lost and cruisers are lost, that she gets updated immediately. I think you want to take on that role yeah. as a gamer. 100%. I think you want to say, hey, this is my fleet. This is what I have to work with. I'm going to start a campaign, and if I lose certain fighters at certain battles, I have to restart because the, this game is that difficult. You, yeah. have to, you have to manage this fleet to the utmost. Yeah, you yeah. can't make any mistakes. You have to figure out how you can wage a real war with a, a new threat. In the I galaxy. love it. Yeah. 
That'd be no, fun. I don't think that but looks I also see, but I want it. I mean, it's a really, it yeah. would be really fun if they were like, let's just, and now for something different. Yeah. And, that, and that's the fleet management game. But the other the other game idea is possibly like a first person, third person fighter, starfighter game where yeah. you're basically <laughs> flipping between like I, Alphabet yeah. Squadron and like Shadow Wing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that is the they, ultimate. They game. did find in the data that something that indicated that it would be a multiplayer. Mm. So, and, and they thought it was 10 person and one thing, five on five. Okay, which, which could be Starfighter. Could be a Star with. Starfighter Squadron. We've read a couple books recently about certain Starfighter Squadrons, like Alphabet Squadron and I mean, Shadow Wing on the Empire. They side. have a long history of Starfighter simulation games in, right. in, in Lucasfilm and LucasArts. This, these are Grant's ideas that I'm saying. Right yeah, now. I, I, I know. We're all give credit where credit. I know. Is we're due. trying to be all like. But I'm trying to keep the, the, the conversation moving here. But those are also grants. But I also I have, feel and like I have more new ideas. He always ideas, has more I ideas. I know he's a, he's a, just Constant. a mine. He's like a ideas. fire hose like of Star Wars ideas. Ninety eight percent of what you hear on this podcast is all great. Uh, so I feel like if you're going to the fact that Battlefront three got canceled from all intents and purposes, I'm guessing that the Starfighter stuff was already being worked on and. For a lot of, I don't, you know, I'm partially, I'm not very, you know, objective about this, but a lot of people reported that the Starfighter stuff in Battlefront 2 was the stuff that people connected with. And yeah. honestly, probably less. I did. I, I did I too. I thought it was I think part of the issue is that it wasn't right, yeah. bogged down with the issues with the launch of Battlefront 2. So my guess is they took, well, Battlefront 3's, let's cancel that, but maybe we just segment off the Starfighter stuff that was going for Battlefront 3 and just do that as right. its own game. And we still don't know if this is a Starfighter game. We it don't. Could, it could very well be it a first-person bounty hunter sure. shared world RPG of some sort that could but be yeah, fascinating. It's, it's a pretty robust photo that you see. So it's all dyed in red. And it's pretty well-developed at this point. Yeah, They're announcing games. And all and, you see are Starfighters yeah. and a Star Destroyer. I, I don't know. It doesn't look bounty yeah. hunter to me. I would love that game me also, too. but uh, just based off one image, I don't know. It's fascinating, but they they did say that this would be a unique, specifically unique game. Well, it could be fun I to get like an it's... open galaxy smuggler game. I mean, oh, last time we saw a single star destroyer, it was coming out of the vortex I mean, of. Great. Like, didn't the you mom, say there was a right? suggestion there was two motives ga- motive games coming out? I think. I... I'm almost certain there are two. Right, so there's this, they could possibly be this star fighting game and this also. also their like you know their yeah. multiplayer. So remember that that listener who has like helping along with the star the our Star Wars. Um, bingo, I thought you were talking about our, list, our yes, listener yes, who keeps guy. getting injured. Every I'm gonna episode. no, this is the <laughs> bingo player. I'm gonna give them. I'm gonna give them one more <laughs> chit, which is probably gonna they can email can call us bingo. bingo. Yeah. One of my favorite things about Star Wars Galaxies, the MMOG that I used to play, <laughs> was Lord of the Rings Online for me, my friend. So don't yeah, worry, you're in which safe, was also amazing. But like, right now. it had yeah. a. St- they just towards the end added this Starfighter edition, which allowed you to really slowly go from star system to star system, and then I would just get out of the cockpit and go use your so Starfighter. I'm, I'm talking about an open galaxy smuggling game where right. you go from system to system right. and you're smuggling goods and yep. you really don't get to land because that's too much for the developers to design. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They won't be able to design well, full planets battles, and full cityscapes. You it's you more so that you have to port ship, to port you and mod, it would be mod that ship and you go from Mod port to port. the ship. That's the key yeah, mod, term. Oh, definitely mod the ship. I spent so much time yeah, in the last player, couple of months was just walking around my thing hanging art. In my that's in my like do. room, and do. then every so often I would get like klaxons that I was about to be attacked. That's your and I had home. to go run to my 
run oh, to my cockpit amazing. and just go like blast some fools. Like it was amazing. Yeah. That's so great. An open galaxy smuggling game would yeah. be ideal, but um, Maverick could Solo. be honestly anything. So we really just, don't know yet. But... It, so it's it's a game. It's a game. There's gonna yeah. be another game, and I, I saw a thing. There There's was a precedent where like Destiny was like there could be three games. Yeah. It was like. Oh my goodness! We're gonna have to guys. Name what a game. Change the name it, of the segment. I will. I will not defame Lucasfilm <laughs> we have anymore to rename our with segment, our guys. segment. If it's yeah. three games, it's now the video game segment. <laughs> yeah, eventually. Yeah. Hopefully, I think Quorum is games. If there's three games, that's Quorum is three. And yeah. I, yeah, 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 yeah. that would be great. I love it. But uh, I've heard it could be out, like they could announce this game in as soon as three months, five yeah. months, yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. Because there's precedents out with Destiny where this sort of same information came out. And then, you know, yeah, in like five months later, they, there was a game. It. So yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll see. Cool, cool, cool. Um, is that it, guys? That's it. I think we, we have like another hour and a half in us, right? <laughs> <laughs> Probably do. If you're still listening, um, we think you're the bee's knees. You're super great. Also, I just wanted to mention that we're never going to uh, be on Patreon. Patreon's lame. And uh, also... We'll, um, we'll never hide any content behind yeah, a paywall. We think that's super lame. So we're not going to do that ever because we just it's going to be us talking about Star Wars and hopefully um, you like listening to people talk about Star Wars. And if you ever want to contribute, you know how to get at us. Yeah. Or you want to buy a t-shirt. Sure. Yeah, we got t-shirts. We got yeah. a whole thing. Whatever. Or not. T-shirts are pretty great. Also, just like email us or <laughs> Facebook us and we'll, we're happy to talk to you. Yeah. Darn right. Okay. Well, um, great job, everyone. This was super fun. And uh, may the force be with you. This is Grex Kondak signing off. For the latest breaking news, follow at Core World News on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you, and good night. Remember, the Force will be with you always.